In three, in, in three two, one. Howdy. Uh, second podcast of the day for me and you. Yeah, big time uh, hard workers over here. Let's be honest. We 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 grind more than anybody. John and Chime coming to you live from uh, Lord Hobo. Lord Hobo, it's a Ruin. beautiful arena. Uh, Andy's laughing at us already. Half of our half Today our uh, going very well. Half of our coworkers are laughing at us right now. It's a beautiful now. thing. Enjoying, uh, Rob, um, Andy, Nick Fryer, both just giving us smirks. Enjoying some delicious DDH pale ales in honor of Pete Frades. Yes, uh, so which are fantastic. I'm on my fourth. Uh, I am also. I'm on my fifth, I believe. I got here <laughs> early, though. I also had dinner here um, prior to everybody else showing up, so I got. You know, started a little early. Shime likes to sauce things up a little bit. You know, one might say he likes to have himself a shime time. A very shine. Half time. of the audience just tuned out. Absolutely. I'm the opposite. I need to no. gain weight. Right, right, right. I need if, to lose weight as well. Then you so need to be on the so what Santopio's diet. If you two just transfer it directly to me, is there a I, way to do it? Can we just give it to you? Is that work? I'm more than happy to give you mine. Right. Seriously. You know, the older I get, the hotter it comes off. So I'd love to cut like 30. So. <laughs> 30. That'd be yeah. perfect. Just I give it about a job. 60, so. Right, there you go. 90, that's plenty. He's hey. tall enough that it'll look fine on him. How much you Uh... I that's, guess 170. That's, that, you know, I feel that's an unfair question. 165, well, 170? Probably like 170. All right, so I, I, haven't checked, I haven't checked. I haven't So 170. So with odd 90 combined, you're at 260. I mean, imagine that. For how tall he is? <laughs> right. Like he'd be perfect. How tall are you? I'm 6'4". So you're 6'4", yeah, you 260. Yeah, you look like you played football in college. Right. I could have played, the, played in the league. What, 6'4", 260? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, you could definitely do it. I bet I could have cracked the Pro Bowl roster. Oh, man. So, so we've replaced Mutt as our third man in <laughs> with, so with, with Jermaine Wiggins today. Yeah, I am. I'm so, going to be the third man in. So, so, so Wiggy, what we're doing here, this is Sean and I's second podcast of the day. We grind an hour like yes. this. Yes. We, we took inspiration from you. That's yeah, it. You know, so we we're, doing, we're like Jamaicans, man. Yes. You know, we work a lot of jobs, man. We got to work many, many jobs. So and we you make great chicken. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, jerk chicken. It's, it's, <laughs> That's uh, why we got the extra it, weight. Yeah, it's the best. So, so Shime and I wanted to crank out some of our dream headlines for the 2020 season. Okay. Now, feel free to give your own. Feel free to react to the, right. the crap we're about to throw at you. Okay, I want to hear, I want to hear okay. you guys. Ready? I have the best one. All right. Right off the bat. <clears throat> As he pulls back on interceptions, Jameis Winston is on pace <laughs> for an unbelievable redemption record season. 2020, unbelievable. So that's what we're saying. Okay. That's, oh, so you're going, to like, you're going to like November 2020. Yeah, November 2020. Okay, James like Winston week. is throwing like he already has 30 touchdowns right, yeah, I mean, in pretty, November. It is pretty impressive to be in the 30-30 club. So, There's so, only a few of those guys, so right? So my thing is, is imagine this, Wiggy. If he threw half the he's playing baseball, they, he would he would be making he'd be a, a ton, yeah, he'd be making a ton of money. <laughs> if if he threw half the interceptions, yep. he probably would have thrown for like 6,500 yards. Yeah, I, which is yeah. which is freaking insane. If he threw fifteen less turnovers, that yeah. is that is quite the hypothetical <laughs> right. right there. But oh like, yeah, that's how much he throws, and with the guys he's throwing to, but is that, like it's realistic. But he can throw for a ton of yards. Yeah, but he's gonna have a ton of interceptions. So, so do you really want so he, that? So in November he's thirty and ten. Right, and your team's what is that? Uh, nine and two. Okay. That's that's MVP caliber player right there, right? Well, that's for the month of November. Yeah, no, no, no. Eleven games into the 11 season. Eleven games into the season. You're at nine and two, and he's thrown thirty touchdowns already and only ten interceptions. That's MVP caliber. 
right off the bat. Okay. That's what I'm saying. No. That's my that's my dream headline. Jameis Winston You're, MVP I'll tell race you what, next you year. You might be the only person on the Jameis Winston bus. I, and you know what? Yeah, Nobody was on that bus. I was the only one on Lamar's before the season started. Oh well, yeah, you, I was the me and John yeah, yeah, have been riding Lamar. Tannehill. I give you the Lamar so round. hard. And when he marches into Foxborough this weekend, I we'll give you the Lamar credit. I don't know that the Tannehill one. I'm not sure, but we'll I give you the Lamar credit. All right. Now, there's a theme to most of Shimanai's headlines, and pretty much the crux of it is how bad I am at picking over-unders. Yeah, real bad. And it's basically real all bad. of these are centered around every game going over. So it involves great offensive coordinators and or quarterbacks going to teams that either the yard. already have a strong roster or it's a smart team getting a QB. That being said... Let's say, when's the draft? April 17th, 2020. Okay. Greg Doyle of the Indianapolis Star reports that the Colts traded for Panthers quarterback Cam Newton. So Cam Newton to the Colts. Cam Newton to the Colts for, we'll say, a second-round pick. We're not concerned about the haul. We're concerned right. about the outcome. Okay, here. all right. Cam Newton so to I the Colts. I actually really like that. I, cause, so I also have a Cam Newton Yeah, but what about headline. the Jacoby Brissett? Well, so, so, so you heard what uh, Chris Ballard said today. He said, and I quote, he's our guy for now. Well, he's only signed the two-year deal. Yeah, and, and like, they're not committed to him. Like, right. it's like Chris Ballard's like, I'm going to explore my options. Right, which they should. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't think Cam Newton or Jacoby Brissett are your, – your headline that you should want is Chris Ballard – goes to Andrew Luck's house and <laughs> hauls him out and puts up a tent in his <laughs> right? front yard and every day is saying, hey, Andrew, can you come back? Can you come back? Can you come back? I have I have the better headline here. Ready? <clears throat> the Indianapolis Colts have traded a fifth-round pick and the rights to Andrew Luck oh, to the Carolina Panthers there we go. because Luck said, and I quote, I'd love to come out of retirement to play with Christian McCaffrey. Okay. He said that? I'm just saying he would oh, say that. Okay. Oh, that's in the headline. So in the headline. Oh, okay. You're writing like full stories for your headline. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. <laughs> so some of the headlines. Can I, I like give you, grab you? Can I give you my 2020 Shockham headline? Oh, let me hear it. Yeah. Rob Gronkowski oh, God. That's not a says he will have an all-pro year with the New England Patriots. Wait, did he come uh, out of retirement yet? Well, yeah, he's going to be coming okay, out of so retirement. Who are you talking to, Dale well. and Gilroy? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, so one co- headline is Gronk unretired. I'm the to- second one is Gronk says he has an all. He's going to have an all pro year. All pro year. Yep. Okay. Gronk says in return press conference, and, I'm going to have an all pro year. In 2020, he says. In 2020, he goes. He says, "I will be the best tight end back in the NFL and catch 15 touchdowns." So I have. I have a serious. Brady. I have a serious question for you, Wiggy. You, you, a man of the NFL. I am. You played the sport. You played tight end, even I right? So you did. I did. Really? If you put on 90 pounds, you could say you did too. <laughs> so I have a question for you. George Kittle this year was rated the highest the ranking tight end yes. in football history, right? His 2019 season, in 14 games, he had 85 catches yep. for just over 1,000 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. Can you explain to me how that's better than Gronk's 2011 season where he had 90 catches for 1,300 yards and 17 touchdowns? It's not. Okay. It's not. So PFS crazy. Yeah, they'd be out of their mind. It's yeah, not. Okay. Gronk, when you think about, when you think about, I mean, Kittle's, Kittle's having an amazing year. He had yeah, an amazing, but no, another guy, you and gotta, he's awesome. Uh, another guy I think you would probably look at and go, that's a good year, 
But I'm going to bet you that Travis Kelsey's had a better year than that. I mean, he, yeah. they, he's the first tight end, I want to say, in NFL history to have four consecutive 1,000-yard receiving uh, seasons. Yeah, which is insane. And then don't forget about Tony Gonzalez and some of the numbers that he might have. Now, George Kittle, um, I'd say he's probably the best tight end in the NFL, most complete, does a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, but to say that he's having the best statistical season of a tight end would be wouldn't make sense no no i think i think if you really did the numbers it would probably be rob gronkowski because that year he caught 2011 was unbelievable he was like brady was like 17 of 20 when targeting him in the red zone it was unbelievable that was that was i i and i don't know the exact numbers but i bet you that's the most touchdown catches in a season by a tight end yeah i wouldn't be shocked all right right. john what's your second headline well my board has not been cleared very much, and I will not say Titans extend Tannehill for this one. Don't uh, worry, I'm going to that. January 6th, 2020, oh, the Cleveland Browns have hired Kevin Stefanski. Oh, excuse me. Mary Kay Cabot of the Cleveland Plain Dealer reports that the Cleveland Browns have hired Kevin Stefanski as their head coach and principal play caller. <laughs> I don't hate it. <laughs> Stefanski is great. At? As their head coach? Yeah. Stefanski's well, good. Well, last year, so last year, so who did they just give all the power to? Uh, Di Podesta. Paul Di Podesta. Mm-hmm. Paul Di Podesta, which effectively Tony Grossi, also a Cleveland reporter for somewhere, reported that the Browns did that knowing that it basically takes them out of the Josh McDaniels sweepstakes. Okay. So another thing that, who's the Yahoo guy? Charles Robinson had yep. this big, long thread of tweets. In that thread of tweets, he said, people believe that it's going to require a almost a triforce of De Podesta, GM, head coach that are all on the same page in order so to offset Kubiak, how Stefanski? dumb their owner is. Right. Uh, I don't know if it would be Kubiak. So Kubiak's then that, the GM, so then that, that means yeah. Josh McDaniels is off the table in McDaniels Cleveland. is off the table. So last year, De Podesta wanted to hire Kevin Stefanski already after right. six games as the interim OC for the Vikings. When they didn't even make the playoffs, they went, what, 8-7-1? Yeah. Yep. But now, after this year of that, of him seemingly unlocking Kirk Cousins, uh, I think I think that is who the Browns' future head coach is, and also that's who I want it to be because the Browns I think will score a lot of points if they shore up the O line, hang on to Odell with Stefanski. Yeah, I, I mean I don't hate it. It's not. It doesn't get like it doesn't get me super excited. But it's also a headline. Yeah, honestly, I be my blood's about. my blood's flowing just talking about it. I'm very <laughs> excited. That would mean then that would mean. McDaniel's not to uh, Cleveland, so then the only other spot that we could probably the Giants. See, I think Gettleman Giants them, or Carolina. I think them retaining Gettleman also takes them out of McDaniel. That's not a report like the way to- yeah. that had a, an actual report attached to it. But similarly, if power is going to be given to Deep Podesta. If that irks McDaniels from not going there, right. I think Gettleman staying in New York also irks Gettleman right. from going to New York. Yeah. That basically, in my opinion, and I put I put this on our lovely Dale and Keith rundown today. Of course, uh, I think it's Carolina or, or or New England for McDaniels right yeah, now. Yeah, that, that's what I would say. Because honestly, I don't think he goes anywhere. I don't. Th- I don't think so either. It depends be- if Carolina. It depends if Carolina is willing to wait and the how be- long the, it's the Patriots take to Right, because you have to look at it this right. Carolina becomes an issue for McDaniels because unless you're saying that it's going to be a package deal, Carolina has no quarterback. Essentially, Does McDaniels yeah. want to go to a team, and then they're going to be picking somewhere, I'd say, 
in the middle of the draft. Yeah, right around 13, I think. So, yeah, not that you can't get a guy there, but it's not easy. It's not easy. And then what does McDaniels want to be? Does he want to be a guy that now has to work with a rookie quarterback um, and be a new coach? Because no. find me. I'd have to. I think this is a good. I think it's a good question. Find me a coach, new coach that went to a organization as a, a becoming a new head coach, and then worked with a rookie quarterback, and ultimately has been successful. Uh, the closest thing you have off the top of my head is Matt Nagy, and you could argue that it hasn't been successful. It, it it's not been successful. It's definitely not. From the quarterback But standpoint. it's not successful. It definitely has not been right, successful. Right, you don't, and, and so as a guy who becomes a head coach, he's got to be thinking, I only have maybe two, three years. So I guess the only one you could say is McVay, right? Because McVay got sent, it got yeah, but Jared the Goff Rams. was already but yeah. he took yeah exactly, but he was a young yeah, but he, he, he was he, only he one year. I would you would argue that McVay did the developing. It though. was it was Goff's second year, and then in right, but you're, but in, he in was in Goff's third year. He took him to the Super Bowl. Okay, so uh, you could argue that um, and that it was a quarterback that got, that McVay didn't draft. Right, that could be the closest thing that you could argue. But is would you consider Goff? To be the guy. No. I don't think he deserved all the money he got. Right. He got paid due to a circumstance because his coach got him to the Super Bowl. Okay. That's it. So I, I think it's very difficult to find a, a a new head coach to come in to a system with no quarterback in place and then have to find a guy. And then in two, three, four years, you're, you're seeing success. Yeah, the only, one, the only one that looks like it might be okay is Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. They, right, they, but they're alone. Yeah, 100%. You're 100% right. It's not, it is not clear one way or the other. They're trending in the right direction. He had but a it's decent rookie year. Yeah, especially the second half was much yeah. better than the beginning. Right. Um, okay, my headline, my final headline, and John's last headline, much more realistic than my By the headlines. way, I had another headline that was uh, Vikings fire Mike Zimmer. Okay. <laughs> Which well, was related to the Stefanski one. But. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, my final headline, <clears throat> New England Patriots quarterback Andy Dalton versus <laughs> Ryan Tannehill for the number one seed in the AFC. Wait a second. Dot, dot, dot. Wait a second. Who didn't you just thought? Didn't you just trade Andy Dalton to Carolina? No, because you I said traded that Andrew Luck's expiring oh, contract. Okay, Andrew Luck. All right, there you go. I was, I was like, wait a second. I, so, Andy, wait a second. Say this again. Because I was, okay. was cut off on Luck. New England Patriots quarterback Andy Dalton yep. versus Ryan Tannehill for the number one seed in the AFC. Dot, dot, dot. Who would have thought? So, for the number one spot in the AFC. So, Patriots-Titans meet up probably week 10 or 11 next season. Do they play season. each other next year? I don't know. We're about yeah, they play uh, the Patriots. I believe they play the AFC South. Yeah. Okay. So I think I looked at their schedule. I think they're playing the AFC South. So, they play the Titans. Yeah. Andy Dalton versus Ryan Tannehill. It gets flexed to Sunday night. Or maybe the Big AFC game. Won. Both undefeated, rolling into Week Ten. Let's see if this is even possible. I want to see, I because I have the 2020 Patriots. Well, while Wiggy looks that up, can I can I give an extension of Andy Dalton? This, is, this doesn't count. Um, Trevor Sakema of PewterReport.com reports that the Buccaneers have traded a fourth round pick 
to the Cincinnati Bengals for quarterback Andy Dalton. Yeah, no way. They would rather have Jameis okay, Andy Dalton, go 30 for 30 Andy than Dalton have Andy Dalton. would throw 50 touchdowns for the Buccaneers. So would Jameis. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. He yes, didn't. he would. He didn't he in can. five years. Maybe you combine them. First year in the Bruce Arian system. Am I no, uh, things working slow in here? So okay, let me see if okay, I can pull out. Uh, here we go. Trevor Sakema of PeterReport.com reports that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have signed quarterback Philip Rivers I to a one-year deal so much. worth $20 million. One year, twenty mil for Philip Rivers. I hate one it. year, twenty mil for Philip Rivers. Where? Bruce Arians, Tampa Bay. Oh, so Winston's out. Winston's out. Yeah, I think you go from bad to worse, right? I don't think you go to worse because I think I think he limits interceptions. He throws a shitload of yards. His arm is probably a noodle, though. Okay. And you got okay. So Patriots don't play Tennessee next okay, year. Okay, they by don't the way. play Tennessee. Okay. Feels bad. All right, that was so good three minutes of the podcast. So, ah, so still a dream headline. <laughs> so, when you look at it, you think Rivers to Tampa Bay. Yeah, this is solely because Bruce Arians signed it. Carson Palmer like seven years ago. I hate it so much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Rivers is he's done. Yeah, I'd he, rather have Brady than Rivers. I'd rather have Win- uh, Jameis Winston than Philip Rivers. That tells you a lot. You'd right. rather throw 30 fucking interceptions than goddamn Philip Rivers. Can you imagine, though, if Jameis Winston, I have a theory, if he had thrown just five less interceptions, like he was saying, oh, if he threw half interceptions, okay, if he just threw 15 less, five. Five. Five less interceptions. What do they, they finish? Eight and eight, nine and seven? Uh, seven seven and, nine. and nine, I believe. I think if he throws five less interceptions, they probably go at least nine and seven, maybe ten and six, and are in the hunt for the playoffs. Well, yeah, you have to think about it. He threw Wait, seven so pick sixes. Okay, so all right, so he seven pick sixes because you're saying that five of those interceptions that he has thrown would have been the different outcome of the game. Yeah, exactly. Right, it's a swing. Yeah, I don't know. It's about to get. I don't know if it's a swing to get them to. <laughs> Ten and six, though. Maybe nine and seven. seven though. I mean, he threw, threw a pick, pick six, six to end the game yeah. in Atlanta. If that's a touchdown pass okay. instead of a pick, that wins the What's game. The last playoff quarterback to throw twenty-five interceptions <laughs> and make, Manning, the plays, I make the playoffs. Oh no, Jake Plummer. Jake right? Plummer. Jake I think Plummer. he did it for Denver. Okay, you looked at him. I know. So in his first five <laughs> no, we're, seasons, no, we're right. We're, we're right. right. Well, I know in his Don't first five up. seasons, he leads the league in turnovers. Okay, but I, I mean, if Jake Plummer was the last quarterback. Jake the Snake to throw 25 interceptions in a season and help his team make the playoffs, man. Uh, when's the last time Jake Plummer played? Uh, like 2006, right. 1970. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. All right. That was okay. That wasn't supposed to be my actual one, so I still get one more headline. All right. Go and ahead. I've been saving this one because this is my favorite one. <clears throat> Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal Constitution reports that Dan Quinn has fired offensive coordinator Dirk Cutter and hired Kellen Moore as if as his offensive coordinator saying that the Falcons needed quote a change. Yeah, no, you should <laughs> you should do this. It's <clears throat> quote after and this is January January 15th. Quote Arthur quote from Arthur Blank. Dan Quinn and I had a falling out. Right. He's done. And the Atlanta Falcons signed Kellen Moore to be their head coach. But that, or, that should be no, your but, we, but we know that's not going to happen already. Or, you know what? It's a dream. Saved. Yeah, you're supposed to have a dream headline, or not headline just a realistic says, headline. Or, a dream. or a headline says, Arthur Blank realizes Dan Quinn was a mistake, dot, 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 he's fired. Trades. Love it. I'm in. Wait, Three wait, first yeah, I'm round in on that one. That's, uh, that I'm in. For Kyle Shanahan, who he should have hired. In the first place. In the first place. 
after Dan Quinn's defense never finished. This is still a headline. Finished top half in, in the league in DVOA. Top half. Top Print 20. It. Print it. He top hasn't 20? had a top 20 defense. Right. And he's supposed to be a defensive coach. Right. It's, so he should be firing his offensive corner. He should be firing his old defense. All right, Wiggy, before we get you out of here, got to know, this weekend's slate of games, big wild card weekend. This is a gambling podcast. Yep. What do you? Who do you got this week? I got the Patriots. Patriots um, laying five. Pa- yeah, Patriots. Patriots will cover. Okay. Right. I think they ultimately win by ten. All right, you're kicked off the podcast. It's uh, <laughs> a pro no, like it. It's fine. <laughs> I, I, it's all right. Watch. Yeah, I'll take some contention. Then it's uh, Texans and Bills. The Bills, Bills are probably currently getting three. So, so Texans favored by three. I like the Bills. Yeah, I like the Bills. There we go. I like the Bills. Let's go, Buffalo. (laughs) I like the Bills. And then the Sunday games are Seattle and uh, Philly. Philly. Seattle's favored by a point and a half. And it's in uh, Philly. Philly. Uh, Seattle this year on the Eastern Seaboard, six and zero. I like Seattle. Attaboy. I like Seattle. My man. I like. And then uh, we got the Saints uh, favored by eight against the Vikings in New Orleans. Yeah, see a Kirk. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to go. Uh, I'm gonna have to go Saints on that one. They're, they're, they're on I'm pretty fire. sure they were your Super Bowl pick, weren't they? Yeah, they were my Super Bowl. But eight and a half's a lot, though. Yeah, eight, it's a lot, and uh, especially in the playoffs. I agree, but Drew and last year un- Drew Brees unbeatable in the dome. No, yeah, I know, but then last year he struggled a little bit in the playoffs. Fair. But and, then and again, at home, Kirk Cousins in every primetime game of yes. his life has struggled. Yeah, so, so I like the Saints as well. Yeah, Wiggy, we appreciate you Not having a you on. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Appreciate it. John, uh, you want to end uh, the podcast with our resolutions for the year? Oh, New Year's resolutions. Yeah, yeah I'll John, do mine first because it's not gambling related. Okay. Uh, I did this today. I came into work glowing. Told you, you all about it. Absolutely. I want to wake up earlier. Wake up earlier. Yeah, today, you, you gave me a nice little rundown. You woke up at like 5 o'clock this morning. I woke up two hours Made yourself earlier some coffee than and I breakfast. normally do. And... Yes. Oh, my roommate got a Keurig, by the way. Oh, oh, Keurigs are the greatest changer. thing on the planet. Oh, I drink, fun fact, by yes, the way. Don't touch um, me. No, shut up. <laughs> Bed Bath & Beyond. If you buy your Keurig there, Beyond you, go back, section. you go back. If it breaks, you bring it back. You say, hey, my Keurig broke. They give you a brand new Keurig. Really? 100%. It's, I've done it three times now. Well, I like getting up earlier, but part of that has to do with gambling. I want to have more time in the day to sink into reading Football Action stuff. Network, The Edge, I like Just it. Just everything, everything. Okay. I need to read more. For I read a lot as it is, but I want to take that next step. And Definitely. part of that's going to be I need to subtract hours from sleep and put them towards analytics. Okay. I. You know what? We are a pro-analytics podcast, so if nothing else, I support that. And yours? You knew I was going to you, and so, then you, you decided yeah, to I drink the beer sip. right there. I was there. parched, John. It's a strange look. Do not okay. accuse me. So here's here's the thing. We all know how bad I did on teasers this year. One in yeah, eleven. Yeah, we do. Yep. One in eleven on teasers. Well, this I wasn't year. keeping track, but it looks like someone was. Here's the thing. Um, I want to go five hundred next year. Uh, my goal is to be at least five hundred. Your goal or is better. to go. You're like Jason Garrett. You want to go eight and eight. I'm mutt. That is your goal I every am year. Mutt. I want to go five hundred right now. I want to be even <laughs> Stevens coming out of uh, next season. When it comes to teasers, everything else I want to be positive. Coming to teasers, I don't know what it is, but a teaser that just screws me up every time. But honestly, I, I, you know, we'll figure it out, and I'll get there. Um, so thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, thank you, Lord Hobo, for having us today. This is a fantastic event. Uh, Pints for Pete was fantastic. Uh, this beer, delicious. Mm-hmm. Big fan of Lord Hobo. Uh, feel free to come down here in Woburn. 
This place is awesome. They also redid get, the also whole get thing. the boom sauce, but don't do it on nights when there's a fundraiser. Yes. <laughs> I came here with uh, my girlfriend, showed up a little early, had some dinner. Shout out, babe. There's, love you. Yeah. Love you. Love you, there's babe. A, there's, a, there's the hobo kitchen here, so you can get some food, have some beers, get yourself ready for a night. It's a great thing. Um, this place is awesome. So, Two podcasts uh, in one day. Tweet Sean a happy Thanksgiving. And enjoy the rest of your weekend. Bye.